issues, insight, feedback, the Force Podcast on Fuckeye.tv. You know, first, man, stoked that you guys, I know we're supposed to save the brunt of the conversation for the whole thing, man. But I, you know, I wanted to text you or whatever, but I said, I got to get this guy a call. And yeah. we're going to do it uh, face to face through <laughs> the fucking cybernet internet. Hell yeah. But Dude. yeah, man. Bro. Jesus. Yeah, bro. What a, what a trip, huh? Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty crazy, brother. It was pretty crazy, man. But you know, we live to tell the tale, right? That, I know. That's the good now, was that? I mean, was that like? I mean, in all your years of like motocross and et cetera, jet skiing, et cetera, being in that situation, did you feel like shocked? Were you surprised, or was it like, bro, man, the God honest truth, bro, my. I felt this, this sense of calmness, bro, through all the chaos that was happening in milliseconds, man. I just felt this, this heightened sense of awareness and this, just this calmness, bro, that I was able to just coherently and calmly just, you know, utter the words to Frank, Frank, stay in control. Whatever you do, just stay in control, bro. During this whole thing, while metal and freaking cars are flipping and banging all, all around us, bro, it was just, it was crazy, man. I don't know how to explain it. I think I told Frank that, um, I don't know, maybe it's, I've been on this earth a little longer than him. And, and, and I just had that, just that little bit of wisdom that was able to, you know, just kind of just not panic, bro. You know, I mean, it was crazy, bro. I really don't know how to explain it, man. I was super calm. Um, and I was able to just kind of convey the message to Frank in a clear, clear tone just to, hey, hey, Frank, okay, this is happening right now. Your job is to just stay in control, bro. Just relax. Don't panic and stay in control. Keep oh, the car yeah. aligned. Oh, wow. Drifting left, bro. We were drifting, bro, at 75 miles an hour, man, going this way and going that way. Cars just bumping all around us and flipping. Dude, there was literally a car, bro. It's no lie, man. The car, the big SUV that was on the left side of us that initially hit us and then hit the retaining wall on the other side and then ricocheted, it bounced over our car, bro, and landed on a Ferrari and started flipping picking out cars all to the right of us and is this in the middle as your mid spin this is all in the middle bro we had a bird's eye view right in the front windshield bro because oh. by this time we are we were going straight and then we got when, when we got hit we were drifting this way looking like almost perpendicular to all you know to all the, the cars were following in the same direction of course because we're on the we're on one freeway heading south but as we were as we were drifting, looking that way, like I said, cars were flipping and and you know destruct destruction and chaos, bro, was happening all around us. And we had a a front row seat for the whole thing, man. Seeing seeing it happen, waiting for our turn to get hit and caught up in that whole pileup. But you know, just just by the grace of God, bro, and and timing, we we. We just dodged the bullet, man. There was an opening. We were able to see that opening, and we went right straight out that opening, bro. Damn. 
Yeah. Yep. That is crazy. Now, as you're going through this whole calm moment, was there okay? You're you're, you're navigating your way through, but when you're at that kind of speed, yeah, oh, that can... could be fatal. That's could be oh, yeah. instant decapitation. Oh yeah, bro. You're never. Now, really... you. I don't never... know if you could did you uh -huh. know that you were going to be all right or were you? There was moments of uncertainty. Well, maybe not moments, but milliseconds of uncertainty. But I think your fight or flight adrenaline reflexes, bro, it, it, it's forcing you to stay alive, right? So in that moment, which really, bro, the, the whole thing was probably over and done with in like three seconds. If, you know, three, four seconds, if, if you go back and, and really kind of count it from when it first hit, boom, one went down, two went down, three went down, four went down. Maybe five seconds by the time we straightened out, five, six seconds by the time we straightened out. But all that carnage happened in the first couple of seconds, bro. You didn't really even have time to, to feel. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You kind of just... You, you just didn't want to die. We just basically kind of cool that you don't have time to feel because if you really see yeah. all of that by holy <laughs> <laughs> if you like if you like analyze it and say shit, fuck, we're gonna die. Oh shit, I think we're gonna die. Frank, dude, that car's gonna hit us and we're gonna die. All you're doing instead, bro, is just hoping that nothing happens, bro, despite the fact that. You know, the other five cars got mangled. You know, we, we, uh, we, like I said, we were able to, to dodge the bullet on that one, bro. And when the whole thing, so once we got aligned, bro, and we were kind of continuing to drive down the, the, the freeway, of course, that's when we said, holy shit, the fuck just happened, bro? Damn, Frank, you all right? Yeah, bro, my neck. And then, you know, he, he instantly said his neck. You know, he, he, he just goes, fuck, because you, so when we got sideswiped, boom, it's like it's like it threw us like this. So, you know, I say, and then when it hit Frank, his head, not only did it tweak his neck, but he hit his head on the on the the, the seatbelt buckle. Yeah. And then he was trying to, you know, he was I, I saw him go like this and kind of stiff arm and I, I, I actually had a chance to look at it because the accident happened on our side. Boom. And then when I saw that, I just kind of saw Frank, you know, happen so fast. He hit the windshield, boom, or, or, or the side window, boom, boom. And then, so anyways, going back to once we were kind of aligned and kind of settled out and then just continuing to drive. And then we realized what the fuck just happened. Frank almost pulled over immediately on the side of the sidewalk because, you know, he, he wanted to, you know, we didn't want to leave the scene of an accident, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, I said, Frank, no, do not pull over because there's still cars going, bro. You know, so I said, go continue to drive. Let's get to safety. Let's get to a safer place because we don't want to be parked on the side of the road. I mean, I'm pretty sure cars would slow down by then. But still, my thought was, let's get to safety. Let's get off the freeway. So wow. we drove half mile up the road then we found this uh this exit that was under construction so no one was using the exit so we pulled over to that exit and we parked in the exit away from the freeway wow then, you know all the adrenaline kind of came down 
you know, well, I think the adrenaline was, was still high, but I meant all the, the panic mode kind of came down. And then that's when Frank was, was, you know, when it hit him, bro, he's like, fuck, dude, I could have been so much worse, dude. And then he started bawling, bro, like, because he, he, he just thought of his daughter and Sarah, who just boarded the plane to fly to San Diego, bro. Yeah. You know, oh, imagine after seeing the carnage that happened behind us. He was like, dude, that could have been us, bro. That could have been how, us. How were the other drivers and cars? Well, we never really had a chance to to find out because, like I said, we kind of drove. But we saw the carnage there. You know, we, we saw smoke and, and just dust still kind of up in the air and and the car, because what happened when that when that big SUV flipped over our hood and started tumbling and smashing other cars, other cars from the back are still traveling at a high rate of speed. So they were hitting all those other cars. So then they flew all the way to the wall, bro, the other side of the wall. These are like four more lanes to the right. And yeah. then they eventually came to a stop. But like I said, we were still kind of driving. We were still going at least 60 by the time we slowed down. And 60 is not slow, you know? This is not slow, especially after sustaining that damage. But you know what, man? That's amazing that, you know, like, because, okay, he survived the initial thing. Frank wants to pull over and he thinks that the danger is, he thinks that, okay, we just survived the worst thing. But really, the worst thing could have happened being relieved on the side of the road. Yeah, bro. Because cars now, are still flying, bro. 100%, dude. Hey, Craig. hey, there he is. Off the do you're in the States. You're supposed to be on time. <laughs> no, I no, I've been listening. I've just been listening. Oh, okay. Craig, that's right, brother. Dude, oh, dude, that's exactly the how the story went, bro. Holy shit. Craig, you're yeah. alive. <laughs> Fuck, Hold dude, on, let bro. me turn off these jams here real quick because it's getting too groovy. <laughs> Bro, we bro, we are alive. Holy, <laughs> dude! So did you hear what I was explaining to Ro? Yeah, dude, it's exactly what happened, bro. Yeah. That is exactly what happened. Yeah, nuts, bro. So dude. nuts, dude. <laughs> Man, I, you know, like I, I, you know, so uh, I've been up to Irvine already twice from San Diego or from Escondido. Okay. You know, so, like, I've been on the freeway already, like, three or four times, you know, for an hour at least, like, two, <laughs> or two hours. How was that trip, bro? <laughs> bro, it's good. You know, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, uh, the drive is, like, I was thinking that I would I would be kind of, like, traumatized from the right. whole thing. Right. But, 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 yeah. feel, but it's, like, but it's, like, I guess I'm so stoked that we survived that it's, it's overpowering everything of yeah. of like yeah. worry. You know what I mean? Right. If right. if anything, if anything, what it's doing now, it's like like stuff that I that I kind of like always just kind of like just like overlooked. Uh, now I'm very adamant about putting my seatbelt on first before I back up. You know, That's like nice. usually, usually, usually I would like fucking I would start backing up, and then while I'm backing up, I'm looking, and then I'm putting my seatbelt. You know. Oh, fuck. Right. and then <laughs> and then making sure making sure uh just like child safety now you know like like when catalina when we load catalina in the car um you know i try to we try to put her in the center you know nice nice and then yeah. and then this car cc belt and then making sure everyone's there and then bro i don't check my phone you know like you know how yeah. it is like you hear it you hear something you hear a text and you're 
and you're driving, sometimes you'll freaking pick up the phone just to look, and then, you know, so, like... Yeah, and especially traveling at that high speed, bro, just going like this, you're already covered 100 feet, bro, they're like, damn, or more, you know? Yeah. And you so got a... Crazy. Yeah, so, so oh. just, just all, all the, all the little, the little things now, you know, so... Roma, I was just telling, I was just telling Cook how, like, I'm not, and like, I'm so stoked on life and so stoked on surviving that that it may, like, maybe somehow, some way, that's overpowering the, 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 uh, the traumatic, the, 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 the traumatic effect of what I would, I would typically have to drive because I've been driving on the freeway, fuck, bro, like already, like the since the accident, I've been on the freeway for a total of maybe like six hours. Frank, you want to hear something Ooh. funny, bro? Remember when Brogan picked us up after the whole thing the following day, right? She, she picked yeah. us up. Honestly, bro, when we got on the field, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I got a bit of anxiety. But bro. then I said, nah, that, that's just an isolated incident, bro. It, it's something yeah. that's just happened out of nowhere. And, you know, the chances Man. of that happening again are. Dude, okay. So so I will admit, though, when, when it gets a little like congested, and, yeah. and when I see 405. Yeah. When I see the 405, the interstate 405, I'm like, whew. You know, like, I, I'm kind of, like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, because, you know, not only, not only was it wild that we got into that accident and the, the severity of the accident, but when I remember when I was Googling, trying to find it, there were like five different accidents at the same yeah, time on the 405. Roman that actually. Because Roman was asking, you know, did we, how did the other cars and the other people fare? We're like, dude, we didn't even have a chance to find out, man. But, you know, 20 minutes later, the ambulance were all there on the fire trucks and everything. And, but still we were waiting for our ambulance to come on our side too. Remember? Yes. And when I was, when I was getting the MRI, uh, you know, I was Rome. I was talking to you, and I was telling you about the accident. And yep. then I, I remember I, I mentioned to you, uh, I mentioned to you, dude, it's crazy because I was trying to find pictures or the article of the accident, but five or six came up around the same time. And then the ER guy that was with me when I was getting my MRI, he was like, "Yeah, bro, that shit happens at the four or five, four or five times a day, six times a day," and accidents like that won't even make headlines if no one dies it's crazy yeah. crazy dude crazy you know yeah. but i guess you know, this, what, what's like the average speed on the freeway right they're like 60 to 80 yeah right. man if you're man if you're if you're in the ho if you're in the the carpool lanes which is like the inner lane which is the fastest lane right you're going like 75 80 Easily. And you got people that are just flying right by you every now and then. Oh yeah, bro, bro. And then, but imagine like in Irvine, you know, you 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 you're with cars that have with you're passing cars like Teslas, Maseratis, Ferraris, Porsches, dude. Those guys, those guys are freaking slamming that gas, you know. Or and maybe they're not even are, slamming the gas. Nothing for them, you know. They're sports yeah. cars. Here we are they're in our sports cars, bro. <laughs> Dude, freaking Tacoma, bro. Dude, they're like, hey, did the airbags blow up? And we're like, man, I don't think the car had airbags. <laughs> was that that was a rental? No, it was uh it was it was um a friend. He let me he let me use his truck while while I'm out here for camp. Now are those I mean 
is that like a total loss or did the insurance cover that and all of that stuff? Yeah, so, you know, I've never really dealt with this and uh, all their insurance is going to be taking care of the damage. Right on, right on. Did you, did you even get to meet the uh, person who hit you guys? Dude, oh. no, man. You know, honestly, if, if anything, right, Cook? We're just talking about... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about, um, man, like, after things settled down on our side, you know, you know, we kind of reassured each other that we're okay. You know, like I said, Frank was kind of bawling because reality kind of get in and, you know, things when things kind of settled down, that's when I said, fuck, bro. Hey, we escaped the accident. I wonder how the people that were involved in the accident said, I wonder if they're okay. Dude, we even said a prayer for them, bro. We're like, dude, let's just pray for them. We don't know what the fuck happened to them, bro. So wow. we got to, you know, do our humanly duties and just hope that nothing happened to them because I'm sure that they have families and, you know, probably even little kids like like Frank and you just don't know. So I guess that human part of us just kind of came out and, you know, I remember uh, asking, I wonder how they're doing. And then we even asked the fire trucks, you know, when the guys came, we're like, dude, did anybody get killed? He, he goes, they're injured, but they're okay. Some of them are being, uh, uh, I don't know if they said airlifted, but some of them are being immediately transferred to the freaking emergency rooms and stuff for, for, for trauma. Yes, it's like the trauma the yeah, trauma, the, yeah. The unit or the trauma unit. Dude, so, of but, course, the, but, but the crazy do the crazy part though, Rome, is when that truck hit the barricade and flew over our hood and landed on the floor. You could see his like it was so close to us and it was right in, inside the car. Yep. Yeah, you you can literally see the driver of the Ferrari getting smashed and moving his head to the side road and the airbags deploying, dude. I, hey, what did you Frank? I think you had a passenger too, you know. Wouldn't yeah. it be wild and crazy? Fuck, dude. If you were to die one day. What? That. If if you if you if you if you ran into a guy in a bar one day, and you're talking about a car wreck, and he starts talking about this car wreck on the four hundred five. And then you happen to recognize him, and it happens to be the guy. That would be some really <laughs> crazy hey, world. You never know. <laughs> you know it's crazy because those kind of things happen, man. But shit. And uh, Frank, dude, what dude you I'm want? gonna leg kick him so hard. <laughs> I know. What 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 would you say to him? The fuck, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Bro, you know what I would say to him? I, I would buy him a beer and I'll you make it out alive. What was that, Frank? No, I, I would buy him a beer and give him a cheers and I'll be like, yo, how did you make it out alive? That's right. Oh, oh yeah. You're the guy From that got landed on, man. From flying in the hitting a hitting a car hitting a wall flying in the air, and then landing on a Ferrari. Holy shit! How are you? How are you alive, bro? Let's drink George. this down this beer, dude. Yeah, for real. That's crazy, man. Crazy. And uh, Cook, you're completely fine. Dude, but 
but you know, but you know, when, you know, hey Rome, yo. So, you know how Cook, I did. I, I have to tell you the story because uh, Cook flew out that morning, or you know, or, or you know that day, and we were we we're about to go to freaking. Uh, the UFC fight the next day, and you know, he came out to corner me for the biggest fight of my career. But bro, when I lost control, he was cornering me to save my life. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Frank, stink control, stink control. This is when chaos was happening. Now, what were you thinking? We're freaking hitting each other. Stink control, crank. Stink control, crank. Focus. Me? Yeah. What was I saying? Yeah, what were oh, you I was, I was just... Bro, what I was... I'm doing? No, I was just focusing. Cook. Cook, yeah, well, what did I do? Dude, you just remained calm, Frank. I mean, you, you were kind of stiff-armed. But you were you were there, bro. You you were you were listening to the instructions. You didn't slam the brakes or, or overturn the wheel. You were just calm. You know, of course... Mind you, you know, everything's happening in milliseconds, so, but, man, dude, you, uh, you were, you were a good, uh, you were a good student, bro. <laughs> the voice, uh, instructionals, uh, the instructionals went through, and then you applied what I was coaching you on, pretty much. You no. didn't panic. You didn't panic. You didn't freak. You didn't slam on the brakes. You didn't overturn the wheel. You remained aligned. You didn't, you know, you just held that 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 freaking truck in, in a straight line despite how crooked and far we were swerving left and right, bro. You were able to bring it back to, to alignment, man. That's all that mattered, you know, because one way or the other, if we drifted too far right or too far left, we would have got smacked, bro, and, and, and hit, and then we would have been involved in the carnage. We could have easily slid the other way and slam into the retaining wall, which is way closer on our left, and that could have been bad. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, we could have. We could have. We could have drifted ninety degrees and then slammed straight into the wall head on. Yes. Yes. Damn! I didn't yeah. even think about that. <laughs> no, I was telling Rome, no time to think, dude. We we just reacted, bro. We just reacted. It, it was crazy. We acted hey, and now... Hey, look, look. hey, but but since Cook's been riding motocross, bro, luckily he didn't tell me, hey, about 360, 360. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we, we, were, we were joking about that uh, the other day, Cook, because we know that you go through these things on a motocross for so many years. We're like, we're like saying, Cook probably wants to do a trick right now. <laughs> You know, and then yeah. I don't know, Frank, if you if you caught that earlier, I was asking Cook, uh, you know, where did he because uh we're trying to figure out where did he get that calmness from, you know? Like and I, I don't know if I'd ask you, was it do you think it was from your experience? You said that it was being a little bit older, but do you think that it was more of already being in motocross, you being used to seeing th cars uh things flying in the air? Was it being a martial artist, just understanding where to go under pressure? 
or was it being a father and a grandfather knowing that you have to uh you have to be somebody when it really counts right oh yeah all of the above Rome. definitely all of the above everything that's happened in my life up, up to that point um kind of all came into those millisecond decision making that i had to make at that moment in time bro so I guess all the wisdom that I've gained over my 50 years on this world just kind of, kind of, kind of really came full circle to where I really needed it the most. And yeah. like I said, I had this over, overwhelming sense of calmness, despite the craziness that was happening around us. And I just had this heightened sense of awareness. Like, you know, you asked me, was I, was I scared? Was I, was I freaking out? Like, man, you really didn't have any time to, to think, oh shit, whoa, you were just thinking, you were just in survival mode. You just, you're, I was programmed to survive, bro. You know how these people, when they get an adrenaline rush, you know, you've heard of stories of, of people picking up cars when it, when it runs over their child or something. I think all this, this, this energy went to just focus, you know, I went straight to focusing on just getting out of their life, keeping me and Frank alive, bro. It's like, you know, and then of course, Frank was the best freaking co-pilot or he's the pilot. I was the co-pilot, you, you know, but he was the fighter. So, so, so he's making all the moves. I'm just there to coach him. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I cannot do the move for him. He has to just, you know, have a little bit of common sense on his end. And then at the same time, take heed and advice on my end from what I'm giving him, you know, and it just, it just couldn't have worked out any better, man. It was crazy, bro. <laughs> you, you know, you, you know, it's a trip. Now that you're talking about that, though, is like, like for for more than half of my life, cook when I when I've been in super high stress environments, like in a fight. Your voice comes to mind, you know what I mean? Your voice comes through coaching me. Your voice comes through calming me. Your voice comes through in high stressors of, of like, uh, what typically would be super, super crazy, uh, uh, like a crazy situation in, in, in a fight, in a bad position, in a good position with the crowd yelling in chaos, you know? So That's it was cool. like, like what, what perfect storm to have you being around. Mm, absolutely, bro. Yep. Yep. It's just that muscle memory in this case, that mental, brain memory where you know through all the chaos over the years shit frank i just realized i've known you half your life bro fuck for real dude crazy you you've actually steered his helped steer his life because you guided him into mixed martial arts when he was on his route to becoming a professional golfer right oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, i'm looking at the situations i remember uh, you cornered him when he won the URCC title in the Philippines. And then yep. you also cornered him uh, when he lost to you, when he lost to Kaloy right. in the Philippines. And I remember at that post, uh, uh, at the uh, post-fight speech. For the gathering, yeah. So, yep, I remember that. And it was like, you know, of course you want to, you know, being a coach isn't always there. I mean, being a coach is great, but it's not. You can see that it's not just being there to guide them towards victory, but it's also to guide them through a loss. You know what I mean? And because, yes. like, instructors always say, a loss is a lesson. And you know, even though you did uh, win 
by staying alive. I mean, Frankie didn't get to fight in the UFC and this last event. I mean, you know, obviously you've, you've gotten a really, uh, really great, healthy perspective on that. And really nice to see you guys really processing it. It's great. But um, after watching the UFC this weekend, uh, do you, did, did you guys have, or Frank, especially you, did you have any kind of uh, new feelings about this incident? No, no new feelings about the incident. It definitely, uh, if anything, I kind of like uh, everything and every, anything and everything about the, the outside things about life, just kind of like, I just kind of just threw over my head. But when I saw, if you see, when you, when I saw the way that uh, Frivola lost, if you look at my notes and Cook, we were talking about it. One, two down the pipe, bro. One, two down the pipe, you know? Yep. That's oh, exactly man. what that I was, was that's That was the plan. That's that exactly plan. what I was telling Frank. That was the plan. One, two, right down the pipe. And we were talking about it in the car when I saw like like the beginning of camp when I would text Cook, you know, I would try Everything to check in with Cook. Ever since, since I was in Japan and I watched his clips, I saw he likes to come wild coming in left hook, right hook. I just said, Frank Bell, right down the pipe. You know, the, the shortest way to a destination is in a straight line, you know. So, yeah, but, 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 you know, you know, like, yeah, it bummed me out. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I, I could have, wow, I could have had a, uh, uh, the, the fastest knockout in, in the lightweight division, you know, all these shoulda, woulda, couldas. But at the same time, uh, I haven't fought in over a year. And, when I lost to Justin James the way that I did and, you know, suffering two losses against Benil and then, uh, and then against Justin James, the last minute replacement. And then I was supposed to fight Brock Weaver in, yeah. in September, but uh, I got COVID, but I was so bummed. And then I was watching that fight and I, I was like, it was like a, a, I was scared going into that fight because, you know, I was up against the wall. I needed a win, da 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 last fight on the contract. But I just remember watching that fight and being like, damn, man. Like, I, I, am, I am way more skilled than I, than I believe that I am at this moment right now. Like, I could have totally beaten Brock Weaver, you know what I mean? But I was going into that fight scared, so it was like a boost of confidence. Nice. And then... And then this fight, fighting Matt Favola, like, I was going into this fight, like, hey, man, it's going to be a grind. I'm ready for 15 minutes, like, of hard, hard fights. But after the fight, I was like, damn, man, like, I am fucking way more skilled than I am, I am giving myself credit, you know? So, like, it was a huge, huge freaking confidence boost, you know? And, and, and you know, for those of you that know, right, for, like, because of us, we know that, that mentality and, and mental strength and, and focus is, is a big thing in the fight game. And maybe this is, this is the path that, that I'm being led to, to is to continue to build on my confidence uh, by watching and without the wear and tear of, of like me going through hard, hard fights. And I'm freaking looking forward to my next one, you know? So uh, yeah, I'm bummed. You know, I I I could have fucking got two paychecks and maybe a you know a fifty thousand dollar bonus. Fuck, that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? You know, especially I don't think for. You got that. Huh? I can't believe you didn't get that performance of the night bonus. I can't believe you didn't get that. That's weird. Come on, dude. But that's you know, guarantee. 
but guaranteed though, he he definitely got a bonus. Um, yeah. Like like under you know like not not like he they 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 took care of him guaranteed. Maybe in the back, but he had to fix his knee, and they and they fixed his knee. <laughs> Bro, so I heard I heard he 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 blew his ACL from that. Oh, from that, dude. No, so dude. you know what you know like kind of going ACL. back to yeah. ACL, off of a celebration move. Yes. So, you know, like, I mean, if you're talking about ever awareness or whatever, that's why, Cook, when you, going back to the accident there and how Cook had the sense to move over to the end of the row, I mean, move over towards safety, you know, that that one takes, like, I had to give him extra props for that because that one is, like, uh, you know, it's very easy to... You know, you so just, just pull over, man. That was that, bro. That was red belt move, bro. That was red, red belt, belt move. Yeah, red belt. Maybe that, was red... that one might be the motocross right there. After <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not too sure. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, but that was that was pure. That was pure. Like yeah, red belt motocross, red belt safety move, dude. Like you know, yeah. honestly, cook though. Like uh, like and like you know, whenever you send me pictures on the boat, right? Like on your where, where you work at. Bro, you need to have everything set, man. You need to have every, all the check, everything checked to freaking manage a boat like that on a daily, dude. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and, and so, like, that application of, of like, fucking Cookie Alvarez, bro, that shit came yeah. out, man. Everything, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Tactical. You know, like, 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 checklist, checklist, a safety, yeah. safety, fucking everything. You know what I mean? Like. Like, bro, because I was, I, I remember after we got out of that, I was shaking. My hands were shaking, you know? And then I was about to pull over. You're like, no, 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 crank. Just keep driving. Just keep driving. And, dude, I was, like, that drive was so difficult because I was just panic mode, right. bro. Right. But you, you even guided me through that all the way to, mm-hmm. to bro, we fucking went half a mile, bro, to the, to that exit where we even, you found a spot and then you told me to back it up in here and then, I, and then. I just, mm-hmm. I just, uh, I turned off the car. I put it in park. I turn, I put it in park. Turn off the car, and then I started freaking out, and then I started crying. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you're like, hey, crying, crying. No, no, no. Hey, it's okay. Then you started hugging me. You're like, hey, man. Just no, it's all good, brother. You're all good. We're safe. We're safe. You're, you're embracing me, man. Like as a, yeah. like as a fucking dad, you know. Like I oh, could yeah, feel that bro. love, you know. So that was fucking. Like I was just like, whoa, that was yeah. that was crazy. Cause, uh. You know, like, like I guess they say, uh, like you see flash, you have flashbacks or flash, whatever. But what came to my mind, like a fucking picture over my eyes, was like uh, the picture of Sarah and and Catalina um, on the flight to Honolulu. You know, they were still in the air, and I just remember, I was just, I remember, I told you, I was like, yo, man, like mm-hmm. Catalina, Catalina is just turned three months, and she could have grown up to never know her dad. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like she's only gonna hear the she's only gonna hear the stories of her dad. Like she's not gonna know who I am. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fucking holy. And we were (laughs) and and we were just talking about family that whole trip, dude. Yes. Yep. I was telling Frank, I said, Frank, man, you know, just enjoy the time. Because I was telling Frank, I said, man, I really enjoy the pictures when Sarah and you know, you guys are hanging out with the kids, all the kids are sleeping on your bed and crowding your bed and 
And I was like, Frank, cherish all those moments because by the time you blink, bro, your daughter's going to be 25 years old. Because Shania just turned 25 years old this month, this year. Oh, you know, shit, she's our baby. You know, she she's my baby. You got two boys and a girl. I got two boys and a girl. So, yeah, we were just talking about our kids, man, and how fast they grow. And I was just kind of giving Frank, you know, just a little like like stories to look forward to and stuff about all our kids we were comparing our kids remember frag we're like yeah hey, yeah you you're know, like hey who's, who did I... yeah yeah and then and I'm, I'm like fuck when do shane i can see the similarities of shane and rocky you know <laughs> <laughs> we were totally talking family room man we were just catching up dude and just you know enjoying the time together bro because uh, you know the last time i saw frank was over a year ago too you know and so we were just catching up, man. We weren't really even hardly talking about the fight. When we're at the gym, we focus on the fight. But when we're on our own, we kind of catch up and just, you know, just enjoy the enjoy the company, man. That's been a wild year. Were you out there also when he was supposed to fight Brock Weaver? Did you fly out for that? No. No, 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 no. I was, yeah, I was still here. You know, the whole COVID thing. And, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're... Yeah, that's right. It was the peak. It was the peak of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So Frank, you had one. Uh, you 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 got one fight cancellation from COVID, and then one near death, one fight cancellation due to near death experience. That's no, uh, no, dude. Actually, check this, dude. My first fight got canceled in in March or April. My first fight got canceled in April because of the COVID lockdowns. And then I had I was supposed to fight fight Matt Frivola June last year, but then his corner man got COVID. That's right. And then in September, I got COVID. Wow. And then this June, I got into, uh, we got into a car accident. So I had, I missed four fights in the past year. Dang, that's crazy. And you had three fight counts. <laughs> four, four fight, fight counts. counts. No, 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 three. No, four, four, four. I had four fight counts. <laughs> at least you're staying in shape <laughs> bro yeah, dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey hey so on, on, a, on a funny note though i uh you know on a funny note like um frivola frivola actually messaged me and he said uh he was like hey you know this is when he when i when i posted the pictures and you know he got word of the accident uh, he was like, hey, man, I, I really hope, wish you well. Like, I, I, I hope, you know, you get better, whatever. You know, like, good, like a cool message. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, we'll run it back another time. And then I was just thinking, but I don't want to fight you, bro. You're bad. You're a bad luck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're a curse. <laughs> dude, but. <laughs> dude, dude, fighting for all this. Such bad luck. The guy that beat him blew his knee out. Holy shit. <laughs> his core. He destroyed everybody from his corner man to his opponent. Good thing you didn't fight him, Frank. Because something would have happened after the fight, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Hey, let's just be friends, dude. Call him friends. Let's just be friends. Yeah. Dude, let's just be friends, bro. Dude, let's just be friends, bro. I don't want to fight you, dude. This is this is, this is too much, right? <laughs> that, that'll be great. Uh, I, I take it your management talked to the UFC people, or do you have to have those direct conversations as well? So I was actually pretty stoked. I, I got a call from Sean Shelby at the at the yeah, hospital. Hospital. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah. I almost wanted yeah, he... to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> he he was like, hey, how come you're scared? No. <laughs> no, he uh, you know, he's just checking up and he said, Hey man, if I, I want to make sure that your you know health is your number one is our concern and and man, take care of what you need to, and then as soon as I'm ready, uh, you know, we'll get you guys back in. And then I, I got an official letter, uh, an official like I guess like I don't know what the protocol is, but like an official fight extension letter from the UFC. You know, like I guess just to make it official that that uh you know that that it was due to an injury, right. and and uh you know that they will rebook me whenever that the fight comes. You know, nice. that's gotta be comforting, man, because I've seen. You know, the UFC, it's been like really, they've been, you know, they've, they've, they've let a lot of fighters go and even some fighters with some wins or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, immediately after wins. And I don't know if they're doing that inside or outside a contract, but that's got to be really reassuring that you're going to, you have that to, to, to lean on to. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And, and, and I'm stoked, you know, I'm stoked to, you know, like aside from being really like happy on life, really excited that I I still have the opportunity to uh to compete. You know what I mean at the highest level. Word. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, how, how was that, man? When you saw Sarah and Catalina when you first saw them? Oh, Happy dude, that. it was. You know, you know, you know. It was it was a uh, it was pretty epic, bro. Because I took a. Uh, I took a train from Irvine to San Diego. Yeah, because I was like, dude, I'm not gonna get on that freeway, dude. <laughs> Is the train going on the 405, bro? Is the train gonna? That's a nice train ride, actually. That's coastal, right? Really nice train, dude. Fifteen bucks, bro. Fifteen dollars. How long Fucking was the ride, right? Uh, it was about a like a two hour or like an hour and a half commute from Irvine to San Diego. Mm. But, dude, but 15 bucks, bro, like, the Uber was going to cost me, like, $100, you know? Wow. Damn. Really? Yeah, so. Yeah, I remember and, Alex and telling me that. Just take the train. <laughs> yeah, dude, scenic, scenic route. Because it, cause it hugs the coast. Nice. Yeah, and, That's man, nice yeah. train, like, yeah, nice train. It was empty, but, but yeah, so, actually, I, I arrived, like, around lunchtime. And uh, they were jet lagged, so they were both sleeping. So I snuck up on them, like in, uh, when they were in bed, you know. And it was just so nice, dude. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. They yeah, already know you know, you've been on an accident, though, right? At that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They knew, and and as soon as she touched down in Denver, I got to talk to her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how much yeah. longer are you guys out there for? Uh, we leave on. So it's it's Monday here, and we leave on Thursday morning. So I have uh, I just had I, I just drove to Irvine this morning to um to get checked up to you know like my my appointment. I have another appointment on Wednesday with uh the the chiropractor and an MD, a doctor, and uh you know so we're gonna plan out everything. So when I get back home, I you know I can have like a curriculum. And work remotely with like a PT back home, and you know, fuck, I don't know how to how to like you know, like I'm doing everything that I can, you know. So I'm working. I'm gonna work really hard to get to put myself in a position to work hard, you know, for for the next fight. Because 
you know, I, I mean, the, the truth of the matter is, is that, um, um, you know, four fights canceled. I haven't fought in over a year. Fuck, that's how I make money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I need to I need to really focus on on healing up the right way, the proper way so that I could really go out there and fucking perform. You know what I mean? And, and do what I need to do. Like I'm having all of these mental these mental leaps and bounds with confidence and with finding myself and with 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 the approach to training and to everything so i'm excited man it's it's uh yeah it's, it's it's very exciting i can only imagine man it's like being so close to death makes you really appreciate life oh, yeah, yeah bro man it was man cook i don't cook man i don't know i don't know if it's you if, if it's just me but that was pretty fucking gnarly, right? That was like a pretty life-changing experience, huh? That was that was life or death, bro. No, no, cook. Being no. yeah, uh, yeah. Being, being kicker that you've cook. been. Yeah, cook, being an ass kicker like you, bro. Like, am I just being like over overly like enchanted about what happened? You know, or is was that like pretty gnarly, dude? Not at all, bro. No, that was gnarly, dude. There's no sugar coating, there's no trying to act tough. That was, you know, like I said, bro, I still, I guess the appreciation of us making it through it just, you know, me too, bro. I have a, you know, I have a, a bigger look on life too, you know, after that whole incident. And I, I, you know, I've been through a lot, you know, I've, I've seen, I've seen some pretty crazy things in my lifetime, but, you know, that was the first time I've ever experienced something like that, bro. An, an actual car accident that could have claimed our lives. And <clears throat> I guess I'm, you know, I'm just confident. And, you know, like I told you, Frank, uh, it's God's grace, bro. You know, I don't care what anybody says to me. It's just by the grace of God, you know, we were, we were guided out of that situation. And that just gave me a sense of peace and calmness, you know. Um, I'm not tripping on it, you know, not because it wasn't crazy, freaking gnarly, because it was. But I'm just, I have this sense of peace, bro, because we made it, man. We, we made it out alive, and the only thing we can do from this day forward is just be thankful, cherish the moment, and, you know, don't count the days. Make the days count, bro, you know? Man, you know, Cook, you know, when you're saying that, bro, like, you know, really just thinking about it, like, if, like, if, if, if that, if, if the man upstairs, if God or whatever, if, if he wanted to take us out, that would have been the perfect opportunity, bro. Yeah. Easy. Like, Easy, bro. Like, like, like the fact that we got out of it, it was kind of like, hey, man, I know you guys are in this mess, but no, not today, boys. You guys are not even going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like, you know, like, crank, you're just going to get a, you're just going to get this. But man, I will take, I'll, I'll take herniated discs. <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would have taken, I would have taken a broken rib. You know what I mean? For that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, then, then, you know, like, like, uh, you know, like uh, I've been, I guess, I guess I've been like spiritually kind of like wandering or maybe not spiritually wandering. Maybe I just haven't really been spiritually stimulated in, mm -hmm. a, in, a, in a very long time, you know, yeah. um, uh, and maybe stim stim like spiritually stimulated in the sense of like of like a higher power of God. Like I, I feel very spiritual like when I'm in the water. 
I feel very spiritual when I'm walking in the jungle, you know, like I could feel Mother Earth, I could feel Mother Guam, Mother Mother Sinema, you know, like I could feel the culture, I feel the spirit, but but yeah. like of the of our higher power of God, you know, like I uh, call it what you will, it call call it what you, but but that one was that one was God, dude. Yeah, that right. was God for yeah, dude. Fuck, bro. Right. I'll never forget, bro. I mean, because you even introduced me to this prayer, bro. Remember, Heavenly Father, you know, keep, uh, you know, keep me brave to face any danger which may now threaten me. You know, fill me with courage so that I will overcome all my fears, and I put all my trust in your power and goodness. Sir, you yes, remember sir. Yeah, remember it was on the shirt. It was on my front shirt. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I used to say, I, I used to see the things I used to say that all the time. But man, yeah, that's all your that's fight, it right so. there. And that thing never left my mind from that day when you first showed me that prayer and it was pretty cool you know uh, like you know i don't care what anybody thinks but this is what i say before i fight you know and i was like dude hell yeah bro you know you don't have to brag about it but but you don't have to be you know all hush hush like shit am i gonna offend anyone about it you know what i mean hey man yeah it, it is what it is bro you know <laughs> yeah nothing dude, wrong but... with bringing god into the cage he's there anyways oh yeah He's omnipresent, bro. He's all over the place, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Hey, wow, Rombo, what, what a what a way to what a way to put it. Yeah, yeah. He's there, whether you like it or not. <laughs> it's pretty classic that you actually remember the. Because uh, if you're talking, if it was on your first shirt, your first shirt was like more than. Dude, Frank was fifteen. Thousand years ago. <laughs> 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 no, and that's, no, and it's really cool that you still have that. I actually, is that was your first shirt, the one that was done in the PI, the yellow one? I mean, remember the that one for the, the PI? It was the yellow shirt, the one that Jose designed, I think. Yeah, this one, this one was, I think, for my second, it was the second fight one. Uh huh. Okay. Man, so, well, man, it's know, somewhere, but... I have another one of your shirts right here, and hey. it says some pretty cool stuff in the back, too. Yeah, that quote, man, from that article, you know, so, so, so Rome, Rome and I, we've been, you know, uh, uh, so Rome's been, uh, revamping, um, like the, you know, like the, the fuck I, uh, fuck TV and, and, you know, we've been just going through the archives and just yeah. reading a lot of stuff on fuck TV has just been like quality freaking stories, dude. History, Holy bro. Holy. History, history. history. How it yeah, all we, got, we got a bunch of stuff there on Saipan too, man. Cook and you know, actually, it's been I think how long we've been talking about this now, Frank? Almost ten years. We were. <laughs> we'd like to actually, I mean, do a story on your family, man. Your family, you guys have such an epic, you know, like uh, even before this, you're already living such an epic adventure, you know, like from motocross uh, to mixed martial arts and. Just to see you guys do that as a family, you know, it's oh, amazing yeah. to the point where you got Mari, you got Shane, you got freaking Webb all training at the same time. You know what I mean? You have, you know, at one point you even had all the cousins, all the nephews, all of that so going, Jesus, Creasels. <laughs> Navigating to oh, it. Yeah. And still able to sustain this while never, ever letting go of a full-time job. And being yeah. a parent and a grandparent and... Oh yeah, oh yeah, bro! You were doing this when you were a grandpa, bro. <laughs> I know, dude. I think you did. You start? No, no, no. You, 
Did you start? Were you a grandpa when you started? No, no, not yet. Well, we 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 kind of got the ball rolling in in November of two thousand four, but yes. then we officially opened up shop in two thousand and five. Okay, that's wow. when you and Mikey Joa and you know the boys came over and had those seminars, Rome. How can we forget? Remember those seminars, Frank, with Roman, dude? Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, 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 and, well, and, look, and look at that. Look at now. Look at where Saipan has been, you guys. Dude, you guys Rome, really, Rome. dude. You came over, bro. So many people could have come over to train us, but it was you, bro, both times. And then you brought Kato over. <laughs> yeah. My, my granddaughter was born in 2005, in fact, May. So we were kind of already, but uh, I was a grandfather when I when I fought for the first time, bro. My 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 granddaughter was just born, dude. Yeah, like a few months old. And yeah, dude, so these these guys were getting getting beat down by a grandpa, bro. <laughs> getting beat down by a grandpa, and grandpa, you're still teaching daily cook. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, dude. yeah I'm instructor, bro. <laughs> after uh after what time do you wake up in the morning well i'm usually up at around 5 45 6 o'clock i gotta be at work before 6 30 and then i work my 12 hour shift you know i get off at six but you know i usually sneak away at around 5 30 i sneak away at around 5 30 so i can open up the gym but my bosses are hella cool with that but yeah man i, I do my 12 hour shift and then i work at night you know and People are tripping out. Like people are like, dude, how do you handle that, man? The average guy would just get stressed out, bro. Twelve hours, and then you go to the gym. I go, bro, my gym is my sanctuary, dude. That's my stress reliever, bro. So I look forward to going to the gym every night. I guess that's a blessing that you know the good Lord instilled in me, so that I don't get burned out. Yeah, and having the tents to move the gym to the house. I mean, everything. It's very, very impressive there. I mean, oh, everything yeah. about it, every. Actually, every trench tech has been really impressive, man. It's all had character, <laughs> dude, from the Rectagon, from the warehouse, and then to the, what was that big building? The, uh, remember? The, the one Naru building, building you mean on the seventh Taipan? floor? But don't forget the the uh, San Antonio gym there in Yeah, that's that's where the fire happened. Remember, Rome? Yep. We lost our whole that's gym. Where the Still, still survive. Oh yeah, that's why we're phoenixes, bro. We freaking rise from the ashes, man. Resurrection. Know, man. Really impressive. And then now to see, like, I know that mixed martial arts has kind of been silent in Saipan, but you know, it still is always lingering there. But nice to see that jujitsu is really there's a big jujitsu interest there, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, really big. And that's really now more my goal. I'm having my sons now, Shane and Albrecht, are are, are teaching class. You know, they're handling the kickboxing side. I, I I get to chill and, you know, kind of let them take over the helm in that department. And it, it works out great, man, because, you know, those guys still like to spar. I'm, I'm kind of already over the sparring and getting punched in the face. And, you know, all that stuff, I kind of leave it to those young guys now. But, yeah, I'm really enjoying the jiu-jitsu journey now, you know, since ever since I got my black belt. It's just more now like, like a student all over again and now i have to live up to the standards so i'm really constantly you know trying my best to become better and at the same time become a better teacher so that you know the students around me can go through the journey that i went through and eventually become you know great individuals themselves in whatever choice they in whatever life path they choose you know and i just you know jiu-jitsu is going to help them do that it's great man you've been leading them really well i see the leadership that you, both you and Frank have provided 
Oh, yeah. Saitan martial arts, you know, like it's weird because back in the earlier days in the Marianas, you're thinking uh, cage fights in Saipan or especially uh, sports between Saipan and Guam. You're thinking riot for sure or whatever. But, you know, I've been to, I don't know, I've been to more than a dozen trench wars and rites of passages. And I there's never been, man, no uncontrolled incidents. I mean, even if we, there's conflict, you guys have done a really good standard. job of settling it. Oh, yeah. We set that precedent in the very beginning, bro. And I implemented it into the rules. You know, I just said, dude, man, we're not a bunch of hooligans. You know, we're not here. We're not gang fighters. You know, we're not gang bangers. You know, this is an art. And, and, and with that has to come respect. You know, you guys can fight hard, fight mean, but fight clean. You know, at the end of the day, man, we all live on the same island. We don't want to be walking on eggshells when we see each other. I mean, there's, you know, you have those gyms that that were all about, uh, you know, like all this stuff, yeah. but that's just the nature of the beast. You just got to learn how to tame those guys and just kind of just educate them, you know? And yes, man, I, I really stand proud. And, and I know Frank can attest to this, you know, that, you know, because during the time when Guam was going through these phases, bro, where there's always riots, you know, at, at, at the fights and, you know, it's kind of like a cutthroat, you know, man, like they were gangbanging almost down there, bro. You wear the wrong t-shirt, you get jumped, you know. I didn't want that to happen on our small little island in Saipan. So I set that precedence in the very beginning, man, that, you know, we are going to create friendship through fighting. That's been our slogan. Yeah. That's always the way it's going to be. And I think it worked out great the past 15 years, man. Yeah, tremendously. I think it even to the point where it even ripple effect over the year. Yes. Remember when you were having the fights in Saipan, when rivaling gyms would go to Saipan to compete, it wasn't even more, I mean, it wasn't like, okay, we're, we're, we're also from Guam. It wasn't, hey, we're together here because we're from Guam, but Trench Wars had a way, even though you campaign the hell out of it, like Guam versus Saipan or whatever, but when you get a sense of when you go into a Trench Wars or a Rites of Passage, they could be yelling Guam versus Saipan all over the microphone or whatever, but regardless if Saipan wins or if Guam wins, there's always that handshake, there's hug at the end of it, there's that sportsmanship. Even I've seen people who are more bitter, who are fighting, if not close to fighting on Guam, go to Saipan, cheer for uh, cheer for opposite corners, but because the air of respect is so there in Saipan that it's like, Damn, you know, that like really, so really awesome. well done. That's I, I so really awesome. got to give it to you guys for that. Dude, I and, and, that very much, Rome. I appreciate that very much. And and wow, you know, like I never did it to like get this notoriety of wow, man, Cookie did. No, man, I just did it because I knew it was the right thing to do. And I'm just happy that you know, coming from someone like you who really just noticed it and saw it and oh. realized what we were doing, you know. Oh, I've been seeing that every single time, dude. I mean, for the longest part. I mean, just still like awestruck i mean going into the old trench wars and you notice maybe 200 percent capacity hot sweaty alcohol heat fights <laughs> freaking pugwa everywhere what <laughs> damn how, how are there no riots how are there no freaking riots in saipan mixed martial arts bro i just made I was adamant about getting that point across in the pre-fight meeting, man, and, you know, talking to all the cornermen and the family and just telling them, you know, man, guys, look, this is a fight. But at the end of the day, you know, we're not there to kill each other, man. We're there to, to compete, you know, and you guys have to follow this rule. You know, we are creating friendship to fight. And you guys can go, go in there 
and beat the shit out of each other for 15 minutes. But once the bell rings, even in our grudge matches, you know, I, I've had many people come up to me to settle grudge matches, bro, because just the way and the demeanor, how we handle it, you know, we say, look, you guys can come in here and beat the shit out of each other, but here are the rules. Whoever gets their hand raised at the end of the night, there's going to be no ill will. There's going to be no bitter feelings. You two are going to shake hands and the grudge is squashed, bro. And man, we we had several grudge matches. A lot, you know, a lot, a, a lot of the man, they they can talk about Atlanta, bro. You kicked my ass dude, in Trent Force Ten. Shit, bro, dude. Hey, let's rematch again on Trent Force Eleven, and I'll try and redeem myself, you know. But yeah, it's not like I'm going to your house. <laughs> yeah, and then they and now they can hang out and and they don't have to, you know, feel like they're gonna get jumped or anything like that outside of the clubs. And I think it's just such a positive thing that people kind of magnated. Mag, you know they were magnetically bound to that you know dude and 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 cook bro i i have to uh i mean i have to thank you for that because that culture of friendship through fighting or that culture of whatever because i was coming from saipan i was able to train with a little bit of everyone on guam yes yeah, and and uh, and 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 I wouldn't be where I'm at right now without that superpower of being from Saipan because being from Trench Tech, right. even though it was Trench Tech purebred Saipan, you know, like uh, I was uh, be because of you and because of that culture, like I was able to 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 work with a lot of different guys, like uh, with with warm welcome on all Absolutely. ends, you know. So you guys which, gotta understand. Absolutely, Frank. Absolutely. And I kind of paved it that way because, you know, we got to understand at the end of the day, I'm a promoter. So I need to put my my feelings aside on how I feel about this particular gym or that particular gym, because at the end of the day, we need competition. So, dude, you know, we've had, you know, uh, Underworld Extreme, Alex Costro fought in Saipan. Everything was cool. There was no, there was no nothing that happened there. It was all good. You know, we, we've had a lot of guys from other gyms just come up and fight. So, of course, being the promoter, you know, I had to make friends with every gym, you know, in order to be able to come to an agreement where we can make our fighters fight. You know, I've even, I even had guys from Guam fight other guys from Guam in Saipan, you yes. know, because they kind of from different gyms, but have beers afterwards. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Why? Bro. Because we're in Saipan and we didn't come over here to war with each other. And it's not even Guam versus Saipan. It's about, oh, tomorrow's being there for each other you know so absolutely that's tomorrow that's... guamanians saipanians whatever you call it you know because we understand that it's a mixed culture here now mm -hmm. you know but it's been really just synergized really well there and frank yourself too you gotta take credit there because i think quick people listen to you not only because you know what to say and they believe in what you say but you also lead from the front you're 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 a promoter that fights up until malker started uh promoting you're the only promoter on in the islands that actually fought mixed martial arts, you know? Yes. Yeah, so I think yeah. people see that. They yeah, I, even that. Fought in the, I even fought in my uh, in my competitions event, bro, because, you know, I, I remember that. Know. And we, we were all questioning, we're saying, Cook, what are you doing? You're fighting in the, <laughs> in the rival of this guy's sportsmanship. It's so there. It's like, hey, dude, Cook. Often you better be getting paid. You're what? Only that, dude. <laughs> I just wanted a freaking fight in, in Saipan, you know, and that was my only opportunity. So I kind of looked at the plus side of that, you know. I know, and you know, and you know, I think the ripple effect of that is still 
it's it, I think it's still flowing, you know. Like I I know that uh, look at that. Like look, we got fighters in the UFC. We got fighters in the UFC from Saipan and Guam. Oh yeah, how awesome is that? Now look at that, Frank. You've gone from Seacook because you always kind of had like a mentor role, even when you were started. You already had to step in as a mentor, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You know because yeah, kind of like. I had to grow up quick in this business, bro. <laughs> and I was still learning yeah. too, you know? I know I you were still, you were still learning, but you're at this point where you also had to be teaching and sharing, but, and then Frank, you're there as a student and now you're there and you're giving and Frank is a beacon. So when I look at you guys too, it's nice because I, 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 you know, Frank, if you have another flashback in your life, you have another near death experience, you're going to have all these, important moments in your life you say man cookies in all my pictures <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah bro hey at the end of the day man we made it out together as a team bro dude we made it out we made it out together as a team dude frank did his part i did my part and you know everything played out the way it played out and, and we're fucking grateful as heck we just came you know, nowadays we're seeing too many funerals. I don't know how it's like in Saipan. Oh, but yeah. I just put another funeral today from a guys our age. And it's like, why do we have to be? I mean, cook like I'm closer to your age. Why do mm -hmm. we even have to be thinking about death at fucking 47 and 50 years old? We should be like right. thinking like that, like 80, right? Yes. Yes. Of course. Bro. Now, Frank, at only 32, 32, Frank. 32. 32 years old and you already have this fucking ridiculous, unreal fucking memory that you're obviously using as fuel right now. Crazy, man. Man, Crazy. but, dude, uh, you know, you, you know, you, you're, you're the stories that you always shared, like, I remember, I remember you sharing the story of, like, you, when you were walking across Japan, this one always sticks to me. You were walking across Japan and the, you ran into an old Japanese guy that was kind of doing the same. And you asked him how old he was. And he said he was like 70 some years old. And he also went up like fucking Mount Everest. And, I was, and, and, he's, and he still has more shit that he wants to do. I was like, damn, man, I will never, ever say I'm getting old ever again. That's crazy. You know? Hey, dude, I just met. So check this out. We've been having the lawn done here at the Agani shop for freaking since ever since and we never knew who's been doing the lawn it just kind of comes up and it just shows him and it's done and saying whoa who the heck is doing this you know we're thinking okay the cathedral is close by whatever but just today i finally got to i i i got to i caught the guy doing the lawn and i got to uh finally get his name and whatever turns out that thank good thank you very much to the agutnia mayor's office for for taking care of this property here as much as we have, maybe even more so. We really appreciate that. But there was this guy's name is Joe Longo. Joe Longo, this guy, bush cutting in the freaking heat. And you know Guam is hot right now. 68 years old, dude. Dang. <laughs> 68 years old and a great grandfather, like five times over. And this guy was just... He, Yes. You know what I asked him? I said, what's your secret? <laughs> and this guy is out there in the fucking...
I just had to give him props. Couldn't believe he's 68 years old. And I asked him, what is, I said, what's your secret? How the heck did you, uh, you know, how are you still doing this at 68 years old? And he said, and he didn't even realize it. He didn't even understand this, but, but he said it was the alignment of body, mind, and spirit, you know, like, wow. I said, wow. easier said than done, but he was kind of underneath the band where we had here, where we have. that i'm saying okay cook's 50 years old you're a grandfather frank you're 32 years old you're a freaking father of three jesus crezos i'm 47 and still trying to fix my moped <laughs> <laughs> hey bro you're a badass bro don't ever think that you're not because you've accomplished so much greatness that trickled down to where we were able to instill that in our way and do the yeah. same thing, man. So we appreciate you too very much, Rome. You know, you're always giving you know us props. Dude, man, I'm you need too, bro. But, you know, that's just, just freaking, I don't know, man. I learned it by watching you guys. <laughs> hey, we learn by watching each other, I guess. We, we I know, man, and I do. Man, it's, each other. it's synergy, you know? Like, there's a way, there's a way to receive from people without having to take, right? You know, and yes, you balance of give and receive and, you know, like whatever, you know, like, and, and maybe not focusing too much on, not too much, not, not, not focusing on being a hero, but focusing on saving the day. Right. Absolutely. Because there, there are people that want to, there are people that want to help and there are people that want to be the hero. Right. There are two, right. There are different things. Right. right? And, That's you know, cool. man, from you guys, it's never been about being the hero. So thank you very much for that service. I'm. Uh, I wish I could say the same. Maybe I can. I'm not too sure. My memory fails me these days. <laughs> Where's your keys? Uh, I know. I'm dealing right now. I have a single key for this van, and nobody duplicates it on island. So right now, it's going to oh, be like this whole eventful process. Of, you better duct tape that to your body, bro. I don't know what I have to do, dude. I, yeah, I'm not too sure. I think I'm trying to attach it to a... <laughs> no, I, uh, boy, how do, you, how do you wiggle out of these things? Hey, Cook, how long are you here for anyways? Well, today's my last day. I'm supposed to be getting a test tomorrow morning and then hopefully out of here by tomorrow afternoon. So, yeah. Boy, I are you... Have... Yeah, go ahead. Are, are you vaccinated? I'm totally vaccinated, bro. I got both my shots before I left to the States. I got a test before I left to the States. It was mandatory from the UFC. I was negative all the way until I got to Irvine. I was, you know, everything. And then when I came back, I actually tested as soon as I landed, but at the hotel. I kind of opted to do the five-day quarantine uh, only because the gym is at my house. I'm dealing with a whole bunch of kids. And I guess we wanted to take that extra precaution just to be 100% sure and safe, you know. Hey, you the wow. Damn. Frank, this yeah. guy never slips, dude. What the hell? Fuck. Serial killer. I didn't want to quarantine. Mari, my better half, my wife was like, no, honey, you better quarantine. You know, you know, the gym is at the house. You know, the kids are all there and you just don't want to just leave any stone unturned, coin unturned. So, dude, she wanted me to court them. I'm like, honey, I'm like, girl, I'm garanyon. I need to get home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
You know what? I guess we're gonna quarantine. So, anyways, I uh, I said, you know what? I think she has the right. You know, she she has the right idea in mind, and I just kind of trusted her on this. And I said, you know what, honey? Okay, I'll go down and I'll just stay the five days just to be extra safe. And nobody, absolutely nobody, can say we didn't take. You know we definitely went the right route, you know, because a lot of people are saying you didn't have to quarantine. Oh, you already got your vaccinations. You don't have to quarantine. I'm like, man, I'm not trying to, you know, crap on the system or anything like that. But how do you guys know? Seriously, how do you guys know? You know, I got tested in the morning uh, before I got into my room. And then that evening, they sent me a text saying that I was negative. So, yeah. Fucking right on, dude. (laughs) well we all know if there's a serial killer in saipan we know who it is now <laughs> because <you're... laughs> it's got me. damn but yeah man frank and you're frank you're coming back and you said like a week i uh in in four in three days we we started we, we de- depart the the U.S. of L.A. <laughs> United States of Los Angeles. <laughs> you should check out California while you're there one day. Go to L.A. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I'm gonna see um, I'm gonna see uh, uh Tone Anderson tomorrow. T-Buggy. I'm gonna Where see T Bugs. Huh? Where are you gonna see him at? Uh, he. He was supposed to send me like I wish we're gonna go have lunch uh, tomorrow. Hey, hey, how's John Mac? Dude, he's good, bro. I know, dude. Jesus, oh, got... that guy's so he, dang slow he... with the gloves. Dude, bro, he, yeah, dude, he's badass. He he bought a van and he's gonna be fixing it up and he's gonna be living that van life. Fucking right on, dude. What kind of van? Yeah. Huh? What kind of van? Uh, man, it's, dude, I mean, I'm not too sure, but it's a, it's a pretty big van that you, that you, but he's going to build it out himself. Like, it's not like a minivan. It's like a big van. Wow. Like those, pa- like those passenger vans. Right on, man. That guy, he's very, very, man, really impressive dude right there. You know? Yeah. One of the greatest talents that never showed up to, you know, like a, you look at his level, Jesus. Big time. Right. You know, you know, you know, John Mack, you know, John Mack has a win over Alex Perez. Wow. In which event? Man, back in the day, I think it was like in two, two, 2010 or something like that. I think yeah. it was like Tachi Palace or some shit like that. Yeah, he's got a history, man. John Mack's a savage, dude. That guy's always yeah. been like. Yeah, I was crazy. reading his book, man. I, uh. I, I read about half his book. I, I, I got to finish reading it. But, man, his story's crazy, dude. How he broke his leg and everything, yeah. dude. Yeah. Probably would have been. I mean, really, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was like a UFC, one of those top tiers if that hadn't happened, you know. But wow. Big time, man. You know, and, and it's like it's like all, like all the questions of how or how could it have been, you know, like. He is, he, he has what it, like, he has that, uh, he has what it takes, you know, like the, and a whole lot more, the, the martial arts mentality, the everything, dude. One dude, championship, dude. Perfect <laughs> for one championships right there. <laughs> dude. 
Wow. Well. But right yeah, on, man. Oh yeah, all's good. Uh, just one more, one more checkup here, and then back home. Then well, we can't wait to see you here. You know, I'm glad nothing's permanent. You know, uh, even though you didn't make the fights, at least you made it back to your family. So that's the that is the <laughs> that's win big, right big, there. Big fat congratulations on that. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Thank you. Cook, congratulations too on everything there, and thank goodness, man. I mean, amazing to see you guys, man. Jesus, it's Cookie and Crank's excellent adventure. It's like 15 years long already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and counting, bro. There's going to be a lot more. <laughs> and, and counting, I know. Like, geez, it, this one's going to be but, 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 Cook, man, it was so nice to see you just for a day and a half, bro. I know, bro. <laughs> and the six hours of that was waiting in the hospital for your x-ray, your, <laughs> your MRI. Dude. That's <laughs> like that. So what, you literally went there, had the accident, and then in two days you split back? Yep. Yep. Wow. Crazy. I slept two nights in, in California, then on the, the third day I left. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. You know, we should have sent some of these. Uh, Frank, did you send any of the of these crank uh, shirts to Saipan yet? No. No, not yet. Okay, we'll send some out there. We'll send some out there. Cook, what's your... Could you uh, WhatsApp your address? Absolutely, bro. We'll do. Frank, no just, I'll communicate with you on that, Frank. Whatever's clever there. I mean, it... But yeah, Cook, man, thank always you for nice. everything, Frank. Fucking thanks for everything, too, man. I know you're... I know it's late there. Uh, hey, man. Always a good time. Always a good time, man. I always level up, bro. Always learning, dude. And you got that man in your corner always. Fuck yeah. Okay. Shoe boys. Okay. Right on, on, Frank. Get some rest, Thank you. I, I will visit Saipan. Check you guys out. Come and check us Good. out. Later, guys. One day. For right. sure. Thank you. Later. All right. All hey. right. God bless. Cheers, boys. Later. Later. Hey. All right. Hey, you're still there. <laughs> hey, you're, hey, you're still there, dude. I got you. Hey, did, like that. <laughs> hey, did you press record? Did you press record? <laughs> Episode's over. Please let us know what you think about this episode. And if you haven't, please subscribe to the Fucka and the Force podcast. Sign a Mossy.